Welcome to episode one of With The Chiefs podcast. In this episode, Smitty and I will be reflecting upon the Sydney Harbour 10K of 2021 and the race build up to this race. A little context for this episode before we dig into it. Um, I completed two races prior to the 10K. There was a 3K at the end of October where I ran 909 and a 5K about 10, 10 days before the race in at the start of November where I ran 1532. <clears throat> Smitty, on the other hand, um, hadn't raced for three or four months with the last race he did being a 5K time trial where he ran 1612. Uh, after the race recaps, we then progress into lifestyle vices and how we've managed these in the past as well as how we're planning to juggle all of this up over the upcoming Christmas period. Well, without further ado, this is episode one of Running With The Chips. So how, how long did you have before the 5K? Mm. So you had the 3K when it didn't go to plan. I guess in your your own mind, how how long was it? Two weeks until you had the five k? Oh, I think there was a bit of time actually. I can't remember when that three k was. Okay. I think it was before I did all the VMG Max testing and everything, so it would have been like a, a while. Oh yeah, right on this week, or the 29th of October. Interesting. Hmm. I think it was just before we went out with Otto actually and got lost. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so what were you were you doing anything else differently other than just bumping up the mileage in terms of sessions and Yeah, I think um my whole kind of mindset and approach to training has changed a bit in this build up and this block. I think doing night shift all the time. I had to really take a look at my my life and figure out how I can make this work for me. Mm. Um so I had to like look into other areas where I could optimize um, my energy levels. So I, I saw a nutritionist and um, really put a, a big focus on what I was eating. Right. And I found like that really helped. Like I found like I could just, I was sleeping so much better and felt like my energy levels were able to just pick up throughout the day, just by being a bit more intentional about what I was eating um, okay. and, and really cutting out all the crap. Do you want to go into so so did you cut out um a lot of sugars or what yeah. what were you eating before that was maybe taking away from your energy and stuff like that? Hmm. I think it's just the the little bits and shits that you find yourself eating, like um chockies. Chockies. Biggies. Um, biggies. <laughs> Especially on night shift, like you really start craving uh salty food or sweet food. Yeah, the vending machines are the only thing that's open, so I'd find myself always just going to the <laughs> vending machines and getting like a bag of lollies or something. And you do that every night, and it adds up. Um, and you just you wake up the next morning and you feel a bit off. And I don't know. I feel like just focusing on nutrition that was like a good kind of like willpower exercise. Yep. That that yeah really helped me to just progress all my running and felt like everything just started going much better. I think it's funny like that. You do one thing well. And it just carries on into everything else. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think my training was amazing. I've definitely trained harder in the past, but because I was able to focus on my diet and like gym stuff and making sure that I hit the sessions well rather than just pushing the runs in between and never really recovering, I think I 
yeah, just trained a lot smarter than what I have in the past. Okay. Um, so and cut out coach as well, I guess. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that definitely, that definitely helps. And um, yeah. I what, like, uh, yeah. What did I he say? Go on. No, no, well, I feel no. like I just invested like, because I knew my life was yeah under a lot of stress. I just sought help for everything pretty much. Yeah. And um, just tried to make it as easy to stay on track as possible. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's yeah. It seemed to have worked, which is it really good. Seems like you've um, you've outsourced a lot of the, <laughs> a lot yeah. of the running admin, like uh, worrying yeah. about your diet on your own. You've seen a nutritionist, and mm. you've also seen a coach who's taken the admin away from picking sessions and the bulk of yeah. the bulk of which is you never know i've always thought of that, that might actually take away from a lot of the um mental energy that you spend mm. craft putting your weeks together mm. what do you, you reckon that that has a factor or maybe it's what do you reckon yeah i reckon that's a really good point and i think that it does but i also kind of like enjoyed going through those processes as well in the past so yeah. it's like it's a bit of a trade-off like I feel like I optimized everything and it was a really good experience to go through because I feel like I learned so much about what works, what doesn't work and yeah, the kind of like the way I should be feeling and the way how a perfect program kind of works or a near perfect program, which I think I can take as good learnings moving forward if I do start coaching myself again. So yeah, I don't know. I think, but yeah, that was it. I just outsourced everything and <laughs> I just wanted it to be the best build up possible, like float along and, let everyone else point you in the right direction. Yeah, you, so, you got to put, you got to yeah. wake up, put your shoes on, mm. check the program the night before. You're well fueled and do the session, tick it over mm. week by week and find yourself in good shape. But I think, yeah. I think it's very, yeah, touching on your point before, it's very different starting from not running to learning running and then having a coach just jump straight in because you don't get to, it's almost like, almost like learning to, um, well, learning to do anything really from scratch you got to kind of stumble through it and learn those little bits and pieces but mm. i mean you've had years and years of experience doing it yourself so i guess it's more of a at this point it's more of an admin function more than anything yeah a little bit but also in saying that like i i don't know everything and i think um the way this program was structured was a bit different to how i probably would have done it yep he put like all the the speed work at the front. So I was doing like really, really fast stuff. Yeah. First kind of four or five weeks. And then we did all the aerobic stuff at the end. Whereas in the past, I would do it the other way around. Yeah. It seemed to work really well. So I mean, yeah, you definitely can't argue with, with the results in the end, but mm. the, the other program that I've been following does the same sort of thing. It builds up, it builds mm. up like aerobic and then it goes like fo a focus on, threshold and then speed at the end i mean who knows i don't know I if there's just many ways this can count. yeah like there's i mean at the end of the day we're going back to just a level of fitness in mm. your in your body that that's whatever way you can stimulate that it doesn't really doesn't really matter it's yeah. just whatever whatever you can run at a given whatever pace you can run 100 <laughs> but that's good. I think, yeah, I, I wonder how much of a factor just having been calmer mentally played in you running such a good time on because mm. you, think, um, 
Yeah, you mentioned you. I've seen you on the start line, like pretty, <laughs> pretty anxious, like we yeah. all get. I'm yeah, a, I mean, no. I get like that as well. But if you have a, I mean, if you have a healthy level of fear, maybe, mm. which that could be what it felt like. Yeah. Um, and I think um, doing a few races prior as well kind of got out those crappy kind of nervous tension. And yeah. I was able to kind of say, oh, okay, this is fine. Like I've done this a couple of times already. It just kind of put me a bit more at ease. Whereas like that first 3K, it didn't go amazing, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible in hindsight. But you need the, like the 3K that knocked you, knocked you to take a different direction in training, mm. yeah. which ultimately led you to running a better 5K, which then mm. gave you the confidence to run a better 10K. So yeah, if you ran something better, maybe you wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. You kind of like, you don't meet your expectations and you take the learnings from that and you, you motivate yourself because you didn't reach your goals. But mm. then on the other side of it, you meet your expectations, you gain all this confidence in yourself and then that enables you to train harder as well. So <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I think as long as you can reflect on what you've done in the right way and take the, the right things from the result, you can use that as motivation moving forwards. Yeah, that's true. I guess it is largely dependent on your perspective. You can choose, like if you have a ship result, you mm. can just be like, oh, it's not working. It's not going to work. And yeah, then, you, exactly. yeah, so you can actually take either way. But if you if you take the approach you did and sort of, oh, this isn't working, maybe I can change something mm. and push me on a better path forward, then then that's the way to go. Yeah. What about you, mate? How was, um, how's your oh, Mate, I mean, overall, it was, it was okay. I, I think I'm the, I think I'm the opposite going into mm. it i wasn't i wasn't as confident because i fell off the wagon a little bit the last month in terms of just losing a bit of consistency with training yeah. but yeah that's mainly as a result of everything opening up again and having some distractions that i didn't have before and you know quite well i'm susceptible to a couple of pints absolutely it's a tough balance <laughs> yeah it's a tough balance but i think sort of Sometimes you can lie to yourself in the sense that you can do both because we punish mm. our bodies so much that you can't really, like you got to choose one or the other for the most part. Like you can't really go out and punish and, and sort of you got to sleep and you, you can't drink too much and you've got to really pay attention to your health, which is why running for me has been such a good move forward. But mm. sometimes, you know, when you get out and socialize a bit too much and have too much fun, quote unquote fun, it takes you away from it and you can even start thinking like, oh, I don't know if I want to run this much, you know, yeah. it's much easier to, it's much easier to have fun, but ultimately it's no, nowhere near, it's nowhere near as rewarding. Like you just find yourself after a few weeks being like, okay, I had a lot of fun, but I wasn't really focused. You know, you feel a little bit lethargic. You don't have as much positive natural momentum than when you're sort of in a in a role running and you're sleeping well and you're doing doing all those things right so I think it was a bit of a wake-up call especially because I feel I got myself in good shape leading into it yeah. like as in I, I when I ran 16 12 mm. I felt pretty good and then I don't think I lost seriously I don't think I lost that much fitness it was a very big mental thing going in being like oh I might have ruined this and all that so I think I had another mental gear going into the 10, Sydney Harbour 10 but I think I can 
I think I can just turn it around now and get back into training. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm hoping to find a little bit of a less, like maybe running a little bit less mileage or taking the pressure off a bit, but just focus on being more consistent. Cause if I, what I've felt, excuse me, what I've found is if I just start smashing mileage and put too much pressure on myself to run 135 Ks, like I can find it really mentally like I'm not enjoying the process of getting up in the morning and running. Like it can be like almost like a comeback to being a chore. Yeah. And I think Which, you need that. it needs everything to be building and like, I don't know. It's like, you do. Yeah. I don't want to get up and run like heaps. And if I'm not like, ultimately I want to enjoy it in the end. Mm. And if, if the relationship with running starts changing, it might be better just tone it back a bit and start enjoying it more. And focusing but not letting myself it's it's easy to just let yourself then go out and do all those sort of fun things right that's not a yeah. you shouldn't give yourself the way out if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah 100 percent. and i think i um kind of went through like a similar thing where i was like i just put the mileage aside um i did a lot more time on the exercise bike as well mm. which i felt was really good because it just took me off my feet and i didn't have to didn't really bang me up as much i feel like the running is just so draining sometimes Mm. the focus was just on being 100% recovered and hitting the sessions as hard as you can. And then on the off days, it, it doesn't matter what you do as much. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good... See, I was planning on, I don't know, targeting for another race and then sort of not putting too much pressure on hitting specific mileage, but just focus on being healthy, like fit and healthy, getting a few good sessions in stuff like that because I was I was going through a thing where I would like all right if I hit 130k's everything's all good but mm. then neglecting say I went out on a Friday and then mm. I'd be hungover on a Saturday and then train Saturday like you're better off running focusing getting a bit more sleep just being a bit healthier running 110k's and yeah. being a bit mentally happier yeah definitely it's good like you've you've gotten your running to a point where you've tried a few different things now yeah and you can you can recognize that in yourself and start making the running work for you and putting in a a program that works for you yeah but i guess yeah it's hard you just you still want to keep the focus on the running and make sure that everything goes along okay and yeah but you don't want to overdo it i don't know yeah it's it's a tough one it's not a easy it's not an easy sort of balance but i do know that when you're running well or you've you've established a consistent string of training you you feel pretty good it's just like i was thinking when you do the program you're like oh yeah just do these sessions Mm -hmm. but it's such a difficult thing to put Mm -hmm. together 12 weeks of training yeah when when life gets in the way and that's why it's rewarding because it's so difficult and when you put a good bit of training together you can look back and be like, oh, this was really, I mean, this is a good thing to do. I'm happy I did that. And it puts you in a good, especially when you combine it with the social aspect as well. Yeah, that's probably the most rewarding part about running is just how specific it is. And you you really see the results from the work you put in. Mm. I think it's a really good skill to have. And I know hopefully one day it can translate over into something else where you can yeah look at the the block of work that you put in and see the fruits of it i think it's really it's it's black and white that you do you do certain sessions 
for a long sort of period of time and then you'll get a certain result and if you you can actually it's a lot of things aren't that black and white but you can definitely look at other things in your life like your career or getting better at a certain skill and, and sort of say okay if i spend 30 to 60 minutes specifically training this thing whether or not, not it's running i don't know where you're doing certain you're doing a course online or you're doing even this podcast for example where you're deliberately focusing on how you speak that sort of thing yeah you can you can apply it to other things yeah definitely anyway i've been rambling on a bit it's i think these little dips that i've had have been valuable because you you reflect and you realize hang on when i step away from running and i start doing yeah in the short term it's really fun doing all these things like you know going out and getting on the piss or just you know just mm. staying up and but ultimately it doesn't lead me to a good place mm. for your overall mental health but i think if you can just yeah keep the ball rolling through those periods and just stay in touch with your running then mm. when when you do have the time to or you do have the motivation to get back into it you can pick up again at a place where you haven't lost too much fitness or it's easier just to start again. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if you just stop completely, <laughs> yeah, you go back to square one pretty quickly. You, 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 yeah, hundred percent. I think I've never, I, I don't think I've ever had the intention never like to stop running. Yeah. It's more like, all right, take a step back, stop running so much. Cause it, there is an inherent tax to that level of fitness that comes with you are i mean you are punishing yourself a little bit like your body you that's how you get but you you're stressing that function but it doesn't always have to be as intense but we'll see i don't know i've been thinking well am i going to train for another marathon <laughs> or yeah. i have no idea yet i'm really enjoying the fitness that i've got at the moment in that kind of 5k 10k um form mm. so I'm, I'm pretty excited to do a few more 5k or 10k races what do you what do you see as the next opportunity to race? Turbo's putting on this UTMR 25k race, so I'll do that. But I don't know if it's going to be a race or more just be a a long run, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then next year there's um, a few 5ks, so I think I wouldn't mind just really trying to break 15 minutes finally. Um, <laughs> but whoa. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. It's I think it's pretty ambitious and it's gonna take a lot of work. But it's the next um, logical yeah progression. It's a big, scary goal. I think it would mean a lot if I got it to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you're talking in the next twelve like are you gonna do another twelve week block or are you gonna bring this fitness and tune it up a little bit? Yeah. So I don't know, I was thinking about it um last night and started kind of just doodling around with a, a program so there's going to be a few races but yeah there's a race in january and then a race yep. in february they're just like pretty nothing races though so i'm hoping that there's going to be uh, a bit of a field there because i don't think i'd be able to break 15 minutes on my own that's the only thing it's so hard to find any races at the moment mm. I was planning on sort of taking my current level of fitness, tuning it up a little bit, mm. six six to eight weeks and see where I sit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a similar thing for me. 
it'll just be kind of go back to, to a bit more faster stuff and do two kind of little blocks of maybe one month blocks. Yeah. And then go from there. What's your, um, what's your grog intake been like and general going out um, recently? Pretty tame. I think I had a few beers after that 5k, like went out a little bit. We went to the pub and I think I probably had, I don't know, six or seven beers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, oh, and we had like shots as well. Really? Yeah. Everyone was just stoked. It was like such a good energy because you know that feeling after a race where everyone's just over the moon with how they've gone and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, want to you want to kick that on, that's for sure. Yeah. So everyone was pretty keen to just go to the pub and have a bit of a good time, which is really cool. Like you don't usually it's the morning and you don't get to do that. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just so happy with my race that I was happy to get a little bit carried away. Yeah. But I think it's good to pick and choose your moments when you have a big night. But yeah. Other than that, I've um started drinking low alcoholic or non-alcoholic beers yeah which have been really good that's good so heineken zero is the new beer of choice is it dom oh, nah, i don't know i've been like exploring a few different options yeah i've been thinking about taking a break from alcohol for a bit i'm doing it at a very weird time as well given that it's yeah, christmas, no, it's christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get a few looks I can tell on Thursday at the Christmas party. I'll, get, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll just have to go up and be like, oh, do you have Heineken Zero? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone, someone next to me be like, what? What? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I said, I'm just going to start on a water and then you hook right in. You just hook right in. I'll be, I'll be with you in a moment. Heineken Zero, please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. It'll be, yeah, it'll be good to take a break, I think. Just focus on training. You don't realize sometimes you can lean on it a little bit too much as a social crutch. Lean on? Like drinking. Oh, yeah. When you're going out, you can, it's really not not good. It's so crazy. I was reading that Atomic Habits Mm. and he talks about how when you're in certain environments, the habits just come back. Yeah. And I, I swear like... I went to the pub the other day and all you ever do when you're in the pub is drink beer. So um, standing in the pub trying to not drink beer is so hard. It's re- yeah, it's crazy. That's just what you do when you're in the pub. Like- <laughs> yeah, everything around you, you're getting you're getting smells from the pub, which normally you would go up and order a beer. You're looking at the beer and it's glistening <laughs> and then you've got people around you and they're all like, have a beer, mate, have a beer. <laughs> and it's like you've got the fucking oh, no. triple, you've got environment. You got environment, culture, and social pressure all bundled into one nice have a beer. Yeah. Oh, it's shocking, and it, it's it'd be such a hard habit to break. If I go to the pub and don't have a beer, I feel um just kind of anxious and almost uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. It makes I, you I wonder. I could be sober around people having a drink if it's not in that environment, and I feel fine. But it's just weird how certain environments just your brain's wired in a different way. Yeah, and I was thinking about this and I was talking to Weeby recently. Like, if you don't drink, it's the one thing you have to, like, justify to everyone. It's like the yeah. one drug. It's not like when someone's not doing 
cocaine you have to justify to them like oh i'm not doing cocaine tonight (laughs) or if you don't have a coffee or something yeah 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 no one gives a shit but alcohol everyone's like fuck it you fucking bitch or what have a beer (laughs) it's like what do you mean i want a sparkling water (laughs) yeah it's so weird hey i've done it so many times in the past as well Mm, but i feel like I don't know. I always just end up feeling really uncomfortable and yeah. Weird because like you go, you, you look at, you look at Sunday, the race and you think about how good that was socializing with everyone Mm. and how good the day was and how much you can enjoy it without having alcohol. And then you get into a nightlife situation and it's completely, it's like completely different. You can be around all your friends and, and yes, drinking hundred percent enhances the situation. But I mean, Mm. it's sort of taking you away from the moment it's weird i think it's it's it ties into the atomic habits it's like conditioning it's pure conditioning yeah for so many years but funny how that works it's definitely Mm. everyone feels the same feels uncomfortable if everyone else is doing it and you're not yeah definitely but it is fun i won't lie (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah so, so over leading into Christmas, that's... Oh, that's risky. Yeah, it's risky business. Mm. And I was thinking about doing it for 60 days into New Year's as well. Okay. And I was talking to Joe about it as well. And mm. she was she was keen to do the similar sort of thing. And then as soon as we were talking about it, all, all of these events come up and you're like, oh, yeah, but this person's... And you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm starting to justify it already. <laughs> And Adrian's thing is on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to Ivy sipping on a sparkling water. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> My God. Uh, bringing the car is the is the way out. What's that? Bringing the car is oh, the way out. The car. Yeah, definitely. And if you like, yeah, you get to bed earlier and everything kind of works out better. Mate, you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, ah, I feel good. Yeah. I can actually utilize this day. I'm not mm. I'm not bedridden with a hangover. Mm. And I reckon I, probably, I don't know, 70, 80% of the time, the night out is never like that great. No. But there's probably 20 or 30% when it's like, oh my God, that was so much fun. But, yeah. yeah. But think about, look back to your nights out. You'll, you'll, you won't forget the Sydney Harbour 10K in 2021, mm. really. Like you, yeah, you, you can always look back on it and you can always recall everything and you can recall mm. the good time you had. There's so many, most nights where you're just chemically induced to enjoy it in the moment. And then you look back and you're like, yeah. got a, you've got a bit of regret or, you know, you're like, oh God, what I, what was I doing at 2.30 in the morning with mm-hmm. these, you know, it's a very different kind of footprint or very different, print it leaves in your mind yeah absolutely especially the mat think about all the marathons like it's the complete opposite like when you're doing it you're in so much pain and you just want it to end Mm. and then after it you look back it's like one of the most rewarding things you've ever done yeah i guess because it's a moment that's symbolic of um the whole training that's led up to it yeah it is like a night out is just a night out and Mm. you don't have to do any work to go on a night out Um, it's true that's true. It, it leaves you feeling much better about yourself, training and racing. Definitely. Yeah, that's interesting how that works. Okay. So 
I feel you have this pretty dialed in, like you're pretty, you're pretty good at staying away from trouble in that regard. Sometimes. I don't know. I think like everyone. Everyone has their own thing, right? That they fall into. And I find like, I don't like to restrict myself. I don't know if I want to have a big night and the moment's calling for it, I'll I'll go for it. But um, I feel like just dying in when I need to, I can do that. Mm. And um, having like, I think two beers is a good limit for me. I can comfortably have two beers and then know to call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the difference. I've noticed things about myself, which is like, I find it very difficult to call it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It affects, I think it, those sort of habits affect different people. Like, obviously, I've fallen for the smoking trap before yeah. in my life. So mm-hmm. I sort of have that addictive personality, if that's actually a thing. Yeah. Like, I can fall into that trap if I'm not careful. Mm. So you always have to, I find at least I have to keep guarding my mind <laughs> so that I don't, so that I don't, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. What about Bestie? He killed it. Oh, yeah. He had a pretty good run. Yeah. Um, that was good. Was, I think he's capable of more. And that 3K run suggests that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wild. That was crazy. <laughs> that was wild. He would have... Actually, you know, I was, we were saying like, oh, probably... Even in my head, I was like, oh, I think I'm in better shape than Bestie. He probably would have got me in 3K. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> like he would have 100% yeah. got me. He's um, I've been running like three yeah. times more than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Lots of talent. So talented, yeah. And he's got that kick as well. Like in the 3K, he kind of just sat on Sam for the majority of the time and then just whipped around him <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. Mm. So, uh, what was it like hooking him behind Sam Shield and then kicking him at the end? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I didn't. I didn't just sit behind him the whole race. Like, oh, all right, all right. I did. I did a bit. That's of not what I meant. Like, I don't know. Um, but it's always it's it's a good little rival, really. Like, it is. Um, lining up against Sam, I don't know if he gives a shit. Like, <laughs> you're probably, probably going to care less. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I take it a lot more to heart and I'm keeping tally of all the wins and losses, but yeah. <laughs> well, you'll certainly never forget Fingal Bay. That's for oh, yeah, sure. Mate. No way. Never again. <laughs> when you got beaten by yours truly, I had my one <laughs> win. I don't think I'll ever get there again. I probably won't, but I beat you at Fingal Bay. Imagine if you just didn't let me, then you could say like, Smitty's never beaten me. Smitty has never beaten me, but I have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. I don't know. Um, who else was a standout in that race? In on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um Beck ran really well. She always runs well. Hey. Yeah, Beck <laughs> was really happy after that. It was good. That was a big, big PB. I think she's pretty stoked with the time as well. Like 51 is starting to sound pretty legit now. Yeah. So how's Beck thinking about running at the moment? I think she's kind of keen just to 
I guess kind of similar to you, just feel strong and kind of a bit more well-balanced rather than just focusing on running so much. Yeah. So she's, yeah, getting into her boot camps and, I don't know, maybe a bit of dancing or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Just Are you going to get into the dancing? Fun with life. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah, I think you could. I think, I think, I reckon, um, I reckon we should get you right into dancing, doing a bit of, bit of Mark Anthony, cha cha cha. What do you <laughs> Get the jazz hands going. Yeah, get the jazz hands going. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song? It's so good. Da, 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 da. Yeah. what was that beck you're gonna get him to go Jeez, dancing buy me dance classes for christmas that's a fantastic idea tell beck that i think that's a fantastic idea oh dear sorry i don't want to uh i don't want to get you in too much strife so what's the are you going to reevaluate now if we're going back to setting training for the next are you going to go back to jerome and see what what's in store for the next eight weeks i don't know i'm kind of keen to just do your own thing yeah i think especially with like christmas and everything coming up uh that's a good point there's no point to just be focusing on running so are you gonna okay so you're not gonna take you're not necessarily gonna take time off as in like a a little bit of resetting slash down weeks no i think I'll, i'll set a program and try to follow it as best I can. But if things get in the way, I'm not going to stress. Like, yeah, I think we've got Christmas parties. December is kind of a bit of a, a write-off. Mm. But after that, I've got like annual leave. So there's a good opportunity to get right into it and, I don't know, put some really good training together. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And I noticed a few, I noticed a few, I think it was last week, you sent me a cheeky text message um, with the song recommendation. <laughs> and that was, that song recommendation was alluding to a certain yeah, geez, overseas I city. I just I just heard the song and it I don't know, it brings memories now, even though the trip never We happened. never went, but we were gonna <laughs> yeah. go to New York. It was gonna happen. Yeah. Before we were we... so fired up for it and we, we hadn't booked anything. <laughs> yeah, we were like new it was like freaking Alicia go to Alicia New York Marathon, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's <laughs> go to New York. <laughs> but that, that was so much good i want to do like a, a trip where we get that fired up and actually go like we imagine. have to i think i think you could feed off that through the whole training block oh we were already feeding off it and we, we were we were not even booked anything and then i ran we ran around penrith lakes like yeah that's uh that's a fall from grace yeah <laughs> all the opposite yeah it's a shame yeah. uh we Tom, we'll be there one day. I'm, I'm convinced we'll be. I don't know whether or not it's New York, but I really want to. I really want to go. Tra- like, yeah, I'll go traveling. Like yeah, frothing to do like an overseas marathon, and where we just get super excited about it for six months, and then actually get to go there. Yeah, get to go there. Never know, just travel around for a bit as well. Mm. We still got to do that. We still got to. I mean, it's probably its own podcast episode, but traveling. And doing a block of training and taking time off work is that still mm. is that still on the yeah absolutely on, on the short term cards? I don't know. It's tough with COVID. Um, that's true. Like, Not that short term. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I'm just going to give it a year and reevaluate. I'm not committing to anything 
I don't want it to be another New York. Yeah, that's true. I think we will get a footing on work as well because mm. it also takes some resources mm. to yeah, go out and, and do that. It's a big commitment, isn't it? It's a big commitment. You've got to take time off work. Mm. They're not but exactly going to be paying you. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever regret it though. But, um, no way. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Imagine getting to 45, 50 and your best, I mean, you're not probably not your best years, but your best running years for sure mm. will be behind you and you'll be yeah. like, oh, I could have gone traveling when I was 28 and put in six months and gotten into the best shape of my life. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I wanted to save that extra $15,000. Yeah. It's enough. not a, that would be disappointing. Like, I don't know. The training's like trending well. So it, I think it'll be time very well spent when we do end up going or if it does end up happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> that's what I was thinking as well when I was a little bit annoyed with myself is like, you don't lose that much in a month. <laughs> no. Well, what? I think you you ran 34 something. You want to run you ran 34, 12 and you want to run sub 34. Like it's 12 Yeah, not that far off. Yeah. It's nothing really. Yeah. And still a big PB. You're the fittest you've ever been pretty much. Yeah. That's the fastest you've ever ran a 10K. Like how can you be upset with that? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny how expectation ruins a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, it's 12 seconds. Like, I don't know. I think, I genuinely think if I ran, if I ran what I ran, but I spent the last four weeks committing to training mm. i would have been like yeah Much that's fine yeah yeah that, exactly. it's, that's more the thing it's not the fact that i ran it's the more the fact that i sort of let myself go in a way that's that's mm. the thing that annoyed me a little bit but mm. i mean there's always it's the past is the past now you just i'm trying to learn from it and that's it yeah and there'll be plenty more opportunities but i oh, definitely oh you always kick yourself for letting one go but i always think I always think back to when I was injured and running with shit in terms of my calf. That is your point of reference. You never want to go back yeah. there. So if, if you're not injured, you're just, you're happy you can run. You're happy yeah. you're running pain-free and stuff like that. And that's pretty cool. It sounds like you're learning a lot about yourself though. Yeah. It's, it's a good sport. It is a good sport for that. It's kind of never ending as well. It is. <laughs> as long as you can run. And I feel like if you're going back to Atomic Habits, <laughs> the habit is so deeply ingrained now. It's yeah, it's not going away. Mm. I can't see it going away. Yeah. But you never know. Things change. But it just provides too much value for me at least. Yeah. All right, Dom, what are you... Are we... Okay. Yeah, should we wrap it up? Are we calling it? That was good. I was happy. I'm happy with that. It's a good chat.